Forward to the Story of Sitka. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Rita Boutros. The Story of Sitka by Clarence Leroy Andrews. The Historic Outpost of the Northwest Coast, the Chief Factory of the Russian American Company. Forward. The panorama of sea, island, and mountain which holds Sitka, Alaska, as a jewel in its setting, is one of the most beautiful of those which surround the cities of the world. Toward the sea from the peninsula on which Sitka is situated stretches an expanse of waters, studded with forest-clad islands which break the swell of the Pacific that foams and tumbles on the outer barriers. To the westward, Mount Edgecombe lifts its perfect cone, its summit truncated by the old crater, whose fires have been dead for centuries. To the northward, Harbor Peak lifts its signal to mariners. The sisters, with a gleam of snow and ice among their pinnacles, lie in the distance of Indian River. To the east is the arrowhead of Mount Verstovia. The glaciers glisten beyond and the sweep of mist-clad mountains in their softness beyond the bay to the southeast completes the circle. Radiating like the spokes of a wheel, waterways with historic memories reach out from the town. Crestoff Bay, where the early navigators cast anchor. Neva Strait, commemorating the first Russian ship that visited Sitka from around the world. Katliansky Bay, on which was situated Old Sitka, Silver Bay, a Norwegian fjord transplanted to Alaska, Lysiansky Bay, named for the Russian navigator of a century ago, the inlet at Ozersko Redoubt and Globoko Deep Lake, the island-studded way to the hot springs, each with its individual charm the ocean with the deep rich marine tints of northern waters, the forest of blue that folds like a robe over the mountains, the mountain summits beside the glaciers clad in the exquisitely wonderful green of the northland, all are delightful. But when the sun sinks low in the west, with the long lingering twilight of the north, and the soft delicate rays touch and blend with the water and islands, the mountains and sky, then, in the mystery of the evening, is the supreme beauty of the land. To those who have really known and loved Sitka, there is no place on earth to compare. There are pleasant recollections of those who have lived there. Jovial Edward de Groff and his stories at the Rostology Club, the mills whose hospitable home is known to every resident of the town, William Gouverneur Morris, whose name recalls a leader of revolutionary days, genial George Barron, who upheld every good tradition of the Navy, the gallant old soldier Matthew P. Berry, dignified Judge Delaney, Alaska's staunchest advocate through all vicissitudes. Governor Brady, with his never-failing faith in Alaska's greatness. Captain Francis, without whom the early naval commanders thought the warships could not thread the intricate passages. Nicholas Haley, with his optimistic dreams of El Dorado's. Pauline Archangeleski, for whom the old-timers have pleasant recollections. Alonzo Austin and his mission, 
Captain Kilgore of the Rush, Merrill, who caught on the photograph plate the elusive spirit of the varying surroundings as only a true artist could, Catherine Delaney Abrams, whose touch in watercolor delineated the glory of the sunsets as none else could, Professor Richardson, who for a quarter of a century returned year after year, thousands of miles to perpetrate in paintings the exquisite tintings of glaciers and mountain george kostromidinoff father sergius father metropolsky and many others who have made a part of the quaint old town there is a saying that whosoever comes to love the waters of the indian river will ever after yearn for them and it seems true for always is that harking back to its banks with an unsatisfied longing. From prehistoric time, this has been the home of the Sitka Kwan of the Tlingit people. For sixty-three years it was the scene of the chief activities of the Russian-American company, who represented the rule of the Muscovites, who, when Chicago was but a blockhouse in a sedgy swamp on the banks of a sluggish reedy river, and when san francisco was but a mission and a presidio of sunburnt bricks maintained in sitka a community of busy people who were casting cannon and bells and who were building ships for commerce in the establishment of this outpost the foundation was laid for the title of the united states to the southeastern part of alaska a land rich in fur and forest in gold and copper in marble and fish the potential possibilities of which are not even approximately forecasted to-day enough to say of it that in its limits are two mines one of which has yielded over sixty-five millions of dollars in gold and the other ranks among the richest of the mineral producing veins of the world some may have an interest in the story of the quaint, quiet, beautiful village on the shore of Baranoff Island. I hope this may add something to history, keeping the events of the past bright in the memory of those who love the Northland and its story, and add a little of interest and information of the present to those who come as transient visitors to while away a few days among the myriad islands of the Sitkin archipelago. It is a link to connect the Sitka of the past, the Novo Archangelsk of the great Russian-American company, in the romantic days of the fur trade, when it was the center of the vast domain of Russian America, and gathered to its magazines the pelts of sea otter and fox, with the Sitka of today, with its fisheries and mines. The old landmarks are fast disappearing. Scarce a year passes without some monument passing away, and even their location will soon be forgotten, unless some record is made for those who do not know where they stood. End of forward.